Hey, this is my best friend Carolyn. And this is my best friend David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will, Will and, and Grace and Vodka. vodka. Cheers. <laughs> How come you never say cheers? Because you always say cheers. <coughs> Did you cough? I forgot it was straight vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, um, the date is uh, Wednesday. June. June 27th. <laughs> And uh, today things are a lot. Yeah, Justice Kennedy announced he's retiring like an asshole. Like a I don't fucking that, coward. I don't care that you're 81. No, nope, you stay me for the next six months. How okay. dare you? If Ruth Bader Ginsburg has a longer yeah. plank than me, yeah, a 31 year old man, like then fuck you, yep. Anthony. And that's his name, right? Kennedy. Justice. Just, fuck you, Justice. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think so. Yeah, Anthony. You can go pick up rocks because um, fuck you for whatever's going to happen next. It's your fault. Yep. Um, you have changed, literally changed the course of history. It's been a long goddamn day. Yes. And we are drinking straight fucking vodka. New Amsterdam straight fucking vodka. Cheers again. Cheers. Um, Remember that time Marcus told us to quit cursing? Sorry, Marcus. Sorry, Marcus. Um, we really love you, but uh, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. We've the conversation this week has been on civility. Yeah, and I don't have any left. I don't either. I don't either. I really fucking don't. You're gonna spill. No, no. I'm just like holding it like with attitude, you know. Oh, I see. Okay. Like it's like a tilt. You know what? The angle is and really good. Let's be real. There's not enough vodka left in this glass to spill. Yeah. <sighs> so, welcome to Will and Grace and Vodka. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we're in a mood. We're in a mood. But and, uh, um, the NBC Will and Grace page tweeted us today. They Retweeted sure us. Did thanks, guys. That was exciting. Um, that's a progress. So, hello, new listeners. Hopefully. Yeah. Hey, guys. Welcome. Um, Let's see here. What's going on? What are we doing? I don't... Uh, This podcast is called Will and Grace Vodka, and we are on... What, what, what episode, episode? Vodka of Season Vodka. Season Vodka, yes. What episode, David? It is episode 218. Uh, that's episode 18 of season two, titled Sweet and Sour Charity. Original air date... April 4th, 2000, directed by James Burroughs, Natch. written by uh, Gail Lerner. Summary is... After winning a call-in radio contest for prized concert tickets, Grace vows to reciprocate and volunteers her time to charity, but she quickly begs off her commitment when it conflicts with her busy social calendar. Jack and Karen are nothing. Remember when I said I was going to start doing IMDb? Yeah, did you? The IMDb ones are too particular. Oh, interesting. So that like that's our whole podcast. Yeah, it either gives away the plot completely or we get Hulu. Okay, well, you know what? Then I apologize for all the digs I've taken at the Hulu summaries. Me too. But um, like include the subplot. Yeah, cuz there's always two cuz there yeah. are four people and uh, so anyway. Um trivia. <laughs> that's weird trivia. <laughs> so the IMDb trivia, David, is this was the lowest rated episode of the season. <laughs> I have feelings about that. Do you really? Yeah. I mean, it was probably still very highly rated. So my feelings about this are very uh, complex, I guess, because at the beginning of the episode, I will be honest, I watched it today on my lunch break. Mm-hmm. And because, my, because of my work schedule, my lunch break falls... In like mid afternoon, yes. And by that time, the news had broken uh-huh. about the Supreme Court, and I was in a terrible mood. Mm-hmm. I was very sad. I was feeling like I was feeling very post election, and um. Ugh. So I think we epi- all have today felt oh, that yeah. way. So when the episode began, I was like, okay, well, the thing I'm going to talk about on the podcast tonight is how dumb this fucking episode is <laughs> but my feelings changed so maybe the ratings were low because people tuned in at the beginning and it's sort of a, a weak start sure. to the episode and 
people turned it off, maybe? Maybe that's why the ratings. Maybe. Because I actually think this is a really great episode, and I'm very glad to talk about it on today of all days. Same. Shall we? Oh, there's more trivia. Wiki trivia. Oh, yes. Please, David. The first one? May I? Oh, please. Title is a reference to the musical Sweet Charity. (laughs) (laughs) Ding. Um, you don't say. Uh, what's that second item? Sally, played by Mary Pat Gleason, who yes. we've extolled the virtues of on this content. Uh, mm-hmm. This this contact. Contact. This is our contact. Uh, thank you for subscribing to our contact. <laughs> oh no. It's fine. It's fine. It's we fine. had we had a full entire drink before the podcast, which we usually only have half of one. Yeah. No, we're usually not through with an entire <clears throat> vodka drink before yeah. this. But you know what? It's June twenty seventh, twenty eighteen, and we've had an whole, we've had an whole drink. <laughs> and whole drink yes uh she reappears in this episode acting since acting out uh gleason would later appear as one of karen's maid singular in season mm. nine uh the irish maid yes what's the next one david the play performed by the children is stone soup thank you because oh that wasn't apparent mm. in the literal dialogue of the sh- okay next please Jack's fascination with Dawson's Creek actor James Vanderbeek is mentioned. He mentions him again two episodes later in There But For The Grace Of Grace. Okay, I feel like we don't need wiki trivia. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, I am... What do you talk? Totally <laughs> underwhelmed by all of this trivia. And the IMDb trivia, this is the lowest rated episode of the season was actually interesting yes indeed and things we couldn't have gleaned as we say literally literally in the plot yes also um i just want to mention that what we're doing tonight is recording at my apartment (laughs) and what we're sitting on my bed and it's feels like a slumber party we're having a slumber party I've lit my favorite scented candle. It smells amazing in here. Thank you, because I'll tell you why. I'm a boy, and my bedroom smells like boy. And I didn't want you to have to go through that. Oh, you're so sweet. I am a person who is very diligent with changing the bed sheets and doing one's laundry and so on. But I also have gone to the gym twice this week. (gasps) Yay! Which is good for me. And my bedroom smells like boy. So... We're burning Midnight Woods by Sensational. Sensational. <laughs> Thanks, Marshalls. Midnight Woods. Shall we dive in? I think so. Let's do it. You go first. Will and Grace coming in from the gym or a run or something and are dressed completely Cutely. opposite each other. Yeah, <laughs> like, also. Grace like, is in long pants and a long sleeve shirt and a puffy vest. They're not just long pants, though. They're like cargo pants or do they're, they have this they're, so they're knee black zipper? and they like okay so i don't know if any of you remember the story anchor blue do you remember anchor blue carolyn zero okay. recognition there was this story oh, i'm a robot now <laughs> zero recognition she even turned her head in rhythm um but there's this store was this store i don't think it exists anymore called anchor blue and it was in my local mall growing up and I remember purchasing a pair of pants that were cargo-y and they were made out of that like zippy nylon material yep. and they had visible seams that were in a contrasting, the thread was a contrasting color to the fabric and that is what Grace is wearing. And yeah, it's very weird. They're extremely ugly. But Will is wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. Which is delicious. Why are they dressed so differently? <laughs> right. So there's that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Will is a loser with the radio station on speed dial. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because Grace is the only people who have the radio station on speed dial. Right. They're going, they're coming, they're rushing in. Will is, Will is ahead of Grace and he's like, come on, come on, we got to go. And she's like really, really being kind of a buzzkill about this. Yes. He's excited because he wants to win Joni Mitchell tickets. Front row seat to a sold out Joni Mitchell concert. Right. Which is exciting. Here's the thing. In the year 2000... That's pre the release of her Both Sides Now 
mm. album. And that, that, cause that came out in 2001. I'm a Joni Mitchell nerd. Um, that is my favorite Joni Mitchell album. And I realized that choosing late Joni Mitchell is controversial, but Tis. it's beautiful. And it helped me through a breakup two years ago. Wow. And I have a deep emotional connection to it. And that said, totally get wanting to winning, winning Joni Mitchell. To winning Joni Mitchell tickets. <laughs> you take over for me. Okie dokie, honey. So Will is excited. He's all, he's all a flutter and he's going to dial the radio station. And Grace is like, I'm not going to get excited because it's like a, you know, it's a one in a million chance that they're going to win. And she's like, I'm not going to get excited for this. It's ridiculous. Um, but then Will gets someone on the phone and she is like, we're going to win. <laughs> and she gets all excited. Um, but it's just Jack on the phone. He's in the other room. He's in the other room. And Will tells him, get off the phone. And Jack comes in and he's like, this is my apartment. And Will goes, um, no. <laughs> this is my apartment. And Jack says, not from 10 to 5. You know the rule. <laughs> um, so Jack gets off the phone. And Grace distract because Grace distracts him with naked pictures of James Vanderbeek that don't exist. But uh-huh. yeah. And he says, I knew he'd crack. Yes. Uh, James Vanderbeek, by the way, has a lovely career now. And he just basically goes around taking parts that just make fun of the fact that he's James Vanderbeek. I love it. It's fantastic. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so if they're the 105th caller, they get the front row seats. And Jack is like, why are you all excited? It's not like it's brunch with share. And then he starts thinking about brunch with share. <laughs> And pantomiming with Cher about mm. huevos rancheros. And it is so adorable. Also, it made me want huevos rancheros. I'm hungry. I also can't have huevos rancheros anymore because I can't have huevos. That is so triste. Gracias. <laughs> We're a fucking mess, guys. <laughs> I have delightfully been able to speak Spanish to the contractors in my house. Oh, yes. Who are yes. all so lovely and like get so excited to hear someone trying mm-hmm. to communicate in, you know, without yelling English at them, which I'm sure they get on a regular basis. You know how people are. People. They're terrible. I yeah. hate them all. But it's been not nice. you guys. We love and he's you. been he's been so sweet because I said, you know, I'm I'm teaching myself and I'm learning. And so. He'll say something in Spanish and I'll get most of it and then be like, what's this one? And he tells me and, and his name is Abel and he's a lovely man. Yay. Good. So, yeah. He's helping. And also so like you've been working really hard over the last couple of years at learning Spanish because of your job. And yeah. like, I think that that's awesome. Immigrants get the job done and I love them all. Yes. And they are welcome here. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Need a place? Let me know. Yeah. That's a ridiculous thing to say on a podcast, David. <laughs> uh, so Will finally gets through to someone and Grace starts telling God all the things she'll do if they win mm-hmm. and how she'll be a better person and stuff. And and they win. Yeah. They win. Hooray. And um, then Jack says, now what are you going to do, Grace? You made a big promise to the big girl upstairs. Mm-hmm. Which I love because God is... No. No. I don't know. Like, if there's a God, is there? Today? No. Girl, so as I have said before on the podcast, I am a faithless person. However, for those who um, believe in God, good for you. Yeah. And also... I love that Jack chose to feminize the idea of yes. of a of a high deity. Yeah. I'm not interested in angry male sky god. Nope, me either. Um Thank you. Thank you. Yes, no angry male sky god. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um You don't wanna go to hell. Hell. You know what heat and sulfur does to your air. <laughs> So Grace is adamant with Will about doing something for charity because they have to earn these tickets. And I really admire her in this moment. Yeah. This one. Mm-hmm. Not this later. One. 
Um, and Will is the one who's like, no, we don't. I got this through the skill of dialing the phone. <laughs> and like he was prepared. He insisted that they rush home. Mm-hmm. And he, he was the one who had it on speed dial. Mm-hmm. So who knows? No, it was luck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but so Grace says we can either do this longhand or shorthand because I'm very stuck on this. And he said, ugh, shorthand. And so she says, we'll do it. No. Please? No. Come on. Fine. And then Jack says, God, you two are so married. Mm. Roll credits. Very cute. Very cute opener. Then, after the credits, mm-hmm. um... Karen and Jack walk into... Ding, ding, ding. Oh my gosh, me too. (gasps) Is it Karen's top? No, it's Karen's entire closet. (laughs) Oh, yes! (laughs) Mine is Karen's top. The shiny blouse? Yeah, it's purple. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She looks amazing in it. She looks so good. She looks so good. And she does not... Like, I feel that... In an effort to make her look chic Mm. and wealthy, like she does not wear, like they don't choose the wealthiness trope of like putting her in like leopard print and like big ostentatious outfits. (gasps) That's never the thing with her. She always is wearing something that really flatters her, but is pretty understated and it's on a lot of neutrals except for red. She gets a lot of red. Mm -hmm. But in this scene, she's wearing this, um, purple shiny top and it fits her beautifully she looks so good and it was my fashion moment immediately when i saw it fabulous what a great observation because you're right because most times you see some sort of like debutante-ish mm-hmm. kind of Black, person the red. way karen is mm-hmm. it's leopard print and ostentatious jewels and things right and she's never that she Mm. always just looks really wealthy really put together and now she's wearing this like purple top and i love it yeah tell Uh, us about yours mine is her closet Mm. which is dressed fabulously there's a chandelier there are I mean, there's multiple closets. It's a giant room with mm-hmm. all of these racks of beautiful clothings. And there's a shiz and there's fresh flowers mm. everywhere. And that's my fashion moment because... It's stunning. It's, it's definitely beautiful. bigger than my first studio apartment. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it's so beautiful. And there's all these like... It's for sure bigger so, than my bedroom that we're sitting in currently. Oh, for sure. It's three times the size. Uh-huh. Uh, and it just... Uh, it just makes me... Like, I love the way closets work when, like, you know those Closet Works commercials? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's strictly a Chicago metro area. Are you talking about the dress pull-out drawer? Yes. It's, in, oh, and it's like amazing. This, there's a shoe rack where eventually Jack's going to open some doors that slide apart and there's just shoes everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the, she pulls out something and there's a rack of gowns on it and it just like, those kind of closets with that kind of organization just make me. Carolyn, do you need a moment alone? I do. <laughs> we will be back after no messages. <laughs> and we're back. What? We're oh, not back yet? I thought we were going to get more vodka break. Um, I'm fine on vodka. Do you, you need You know more? what? I'm fine on vodka. <laughs> you can have more if you want. No, no. I'm good. I'm good. All right. No. We are back. I drove here. You drove here. <laughs> we're fine on vodka. And we... Lo- okay. Um, I'm, f- I'm also fine now. Like, I had that. Several episodes it. back, mm. we... Uh, had our guest friend, executive producer, Sasha Gerritsen... Indeed. And I am her former personal assistant. Last year, she moved into a new home. Mm -hmm. Off of the master bedroom in her new home, there is a room that is not a closet. 
And she had me, like, one of my main tasks of last summer was converting that room into an accessory room. And it is so wonderful. It's divine. I am so proud of that. You should be. It was gorgeous. I have pictures of it stored because that's a resume credit. Posterity. Like, um... And also because sometimes I just like to look at it. And also has, Sasha has impeccable taste. She sure does. Um, and so, um, it's just shelves and shelves of gorgeous shoes. Very much like. And purses. Like uh, Karen's. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, I'm, I, how did I know that our fashion moment was both going to be in the, the, this closet? I did too, though. I, I absolutely did. Well, because yeah. there's not a whole lot of other exciting fashion. I will say later on. Grace's all black look. Ooh, love. Yes. That so was good. my runner up. It's so good. It's a runner up for me too. It's beautiful. She looks so good. It's so tasteful. Mm-hmm. And her I'm hair is half pulled back, which is always, always good. Always good. It's always good. Um, and man, we are crawling through this episode. We really care. are. Let's um, go. <laughs> yes. Uh, so apparently Grace has told bo- them both to give some clothes to charity and Karen doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. And Jack is like, listen, I made a huge sacrifice. I gave away two entire bags of Will's favorite sport coats. <laughs> uh, so he, and then he finds pants that bring out his ass and he's like, I'll take these. Mm-hmm. Um, so Karen doesn't want to do this and she says, fine, let's start. And she pulls off a sweater and a hat and throws them in her maze bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was so funny to me. <laughs> like what a perfect little touch from the props people. Like, Cheers to that. Like, Put it in her mess bag. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, and and then she says, take my hat, my sweater, my heart, my... What does she say? She's like, why don't you just rip out my heart? And she collapses onto the chaise. Just collapses. It's glorious. It's <sighs> Megan Mullally in physical comedy. Perfect. Yeah. It's like giving away your own children. No, it's harder than that. <laughs> yeah and then jack picks up a hat and says now give me one good reason why a man can't go out in a pillbox hat and he puts it on his head and he looks in the mirror hello reason (laughs) he takes it off his head and he looks at it and he goes oh wow there's actual pills in here (laughs) karen is upset because every item in her closet has sentimental value and she talks about a dress that stan gave her on her honeymoon it's this magenta pink she pulls it off the rack it's hideous it's disgusting I'm glad we agree because it is ugly. Um, And she said, Stan couldn't keep his hands off me in this dress. Whoops. And and then she says, well, and throws it in the bag. Sayonara. Sayonara. That's what she says. Um, And then Rosario enters and she says she has a phone call for Karen. And Karen's like, what are you doing coming in here and telling me stuff? Bossing me around. How dare you? And Rosario says, well, it's your pharmacist. (laughs) Honey, I have to take this. And Jack says, okay, I can take it from here. And he does indeed. And then he gets to the shoe closet and he pulls it open and literally genuflex. He genuflex. It's gorgeous. And uh, next scene. Wait. Oh, but he does say, um, Jack says, he'll handle getting rid of the stuff. And she says, honey, I've been doing this for years and I've spent millions of dollars on clothes. What What are your qualifications? And he says, I'm gay. Yeah, but he he also looks at his fake watch. Do you remember when I did that all the time when uh-huh. we first met? Yes. That's where I got it. Uh, I'm gay. You can't see what I'm doing, but it's hysterical. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> like he looks at his fake watch on his on his wrist, mm-hmm. and that's it's so cool. it's so good. But that's totally where I got it from, and it was completely subconscious. And Amy even got me once a little ring with a fake watch on it. I remember that ring. Yeah. And I wore it all the time. I will say, um, old David would have looked at that punchline or listened to or seen whatever this this bit and thought, I don't want to be associated with this stereotype of gay men. But now I am a grown ass man and I can say, number one, it's true. Mm-hmm. Number two. That's a fucking great punchline. It's so, it's so funny. funny. It's so good. Yep. 
Moving on. Moving on. Okay, so we go over to the to St. Mary's, and Will and Grace come in. It's and a church. It's a church, and they they basically beg a nun for mm-hmm. any sort of charity work. Also, do we know who she is? Her name is Deborah Mooney. Thank you. She's done everything. I can tell. I recognize her from everything. She's a maze. Mm-hmm. She most notably Arrested Development scandal Everword. <gasps> Fabulous. Everword. Everword. I did not watch Everwood, but she was on it. I like um, Everwood a lot. And guess what? She won a Jeff back in 1975. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, for those who may not be Chicago natives, the Jeff Awards or the Joseph Jefferson Awards are the Chicago Regional uh, Theater Awards. Yeah, there are Tonys. There are Tony Awards. And um, so she won one back in 1975, which I thought was so cute. That's amazing. Well, I have to talk about that. What's her Um, name? Debbie? Deborah Mooney. Deborah. And she spells it like Deborah Messing. Oh, yay. Yeah. Uh, So she and she's wonderful. She's so, so wonderful in this. um, Oh, my God. She is brilliant in this role. She is. Uh, So she stops Grace from her. uh, I just want to do good speech. And she says, yes, yes. You're the one who was on the phone with me for 45 minutes. Clearly over it. Yeah. Uh, Clearly over it. And um, Grace blesses the nun when the nun sneezes. Which I think is hysterical. (laughs) And then she references Jesus because she says, look who you're married to. Look who your father-in-law is. (laughs) And then she goes, I'm sorry. I'm nervous. I don't know from nuns. I don't know from nuns. (laughs) (laughs) And... Deborah Messing just delivers it so flawlessly. Like such a New Yorker, which Deborah yes. Messing is. Right. And um, Will, she says, our volunteers, we want them to put in five hours a week. And Will's like, um, I'm a five lawyer a trying week. to have a social life. So, and he gets out his checkbook, which right. he has to carry around, which is so funny because today I had to have the contractors move aside like 10 pieces of plastic sheeting so I could get to my checkbook. Oh my because... God, funny. <laughs> I don't even have a checkbook anymore. Really? No. You write any checks? No, I haven't, I haven't written a check in years. Wow. I, wait a minute. No, I haven't written a check. However, when I applied for this apartment, I had to present. So I do have checks. Ah, check. But I did, yeah. Um, To prove like I had a bank account. But um, when I got my bank account, my bank just gave me a sheet of checks. Yeah, yeah. Like like in a ledger that you would have yes. for a business. Um, and they have my address on them. They have my name on them. They're not like starter checks or whatever. They're like, they say my name and my account number and everything. But like, I think I only have like three left. Oh. But I don't use them. Well, yeah, because we pay all our bills online. I literally chase quick pay my rent. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Uh, So she says, Grace says to the nun, no, 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 no. She says to Will, sorry. She says, no, no, no. She doesn't want your money. She wants your time. And the nun is like, oh, you're one of those. (laughs) And uh, she says, well, hey, what do we have coming up? Well, there's an opening in the entertainment committee. And Grace gets all excited thinking they're going to be in the entertainment at the Community Bazaar. Remember, well, uh, in college, we had an improv team. We were called the Zanies. <laughs> and she makes Will do the little, the Zany. And they do this little jazz hand really thing. Really half-hearted. And Will's, so Eric McCormick's face when it's he's like making this gesture. So embarrassed. He's just going, oh my God, I can't believe I was an improv troupe in college. As was I. We all were. Mm. Mm-hmm. A comedy troupe. A sketch comedy troupe. What was the name of it? Oh, God. Um, I will have to think about it. I don't remember. It was like the idiots or something. The idiot something. Aw, self-deprecating humor. I don't remember. Who cares? We were funny. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, well, I'll tell you what. My baby sister, who's a student at Illinois State. Where I was. Um, is a part of this really cool thing that they do like once or twice a year called, uh, I think it's called Illinois State. Night Live. Night Live. Yep. She, so she's like, she was 
in it this past one and the next one she's directing. Oh, that's awesome. Did they do that when you were there too? Yes, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't get to go to this past one, which I regret, but... um, We'll go to the next one. Yeah, let's go together. It's in the fall. Anyway. Uh, So, the nun says, well, you won't be doing the entertaining. And Grace is like, well, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which i found hyster- I, that was a laugh out loud moment for me on that hysterical because aren't we just like that yes <laughs> oh you think we won't be the entertainment <laughs> we'll we will mm, we will so. we're funny we're good uh so the nun says okay you get the nun sister whoever what's her name sister I something i don't remember truly roberta oh good for sister you. roberta missed that yeah, I did too. I think it was on the IMDb page because it's definitely not in my notes. So the nun says, okay, here's what you can do. You can direct Stone Soup, the kids play mm-hmm. this uh, this coming Saturday for a community bazaar. And Will's like, oh God, I'll do this. And they go in this room and there's all these, sh- there's like thousands of screaming kids is what I saw. Yeah, I mean, probably it's like eight of them. Yeah. Uh, and, and Will's like, this is way more than I bargained for. And then a tiny little child. She's so fucking cute. She looks up at him and she says, Will you save our play? Uh. (laughs) And and he claps his hands and says, Let's make magic, people. And it's so precious. It's beautiful. It it warmed my heart. The shift of of the like what Grace is feeling about this yes. to what Will is feeling about this yes. is incredible. Do you know what I always forget? What? That for two entire years of school, I taught children theater. Yeah, and I'm willing to bet you were very good at it. <laughs> I'm uh, not I am not a good teacher. No? No. No, I'm very impatient and like, why don't you just know this already? Totally. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I did put like each semester at this middle school or it was an, it was an elementary school. They would put on a little play at the end and it was just like this stone soup silliness. Oh. And it oh, so when she looked up at him and said, "Will you save our play?" Ugh. I was like, "Okay." Okay, I will. Uh So Cut to commercial, cut back. Uh, Will and Grace are being the narrators in Stone Soup. And it's... And and all the kiddos are in all these little radish... costumes. Broccolis and asparagus and carrots. Radish. Radish. Radish is the one who asked, will you save our place? Yes. Radish was a star. She was. In this episode. And I, I, if I had had the time today, I was going to try and like find out if those kids were still acting. Oh my God. Because they would be, if they were six and eight in this episode, they'd be nearly 30. Yeah. Wait. Ooh. Is that right? No. They'd be. They'd be, be nearly. Mid 20s. Mid 20s. Hmm. What's math? I don't know. I don't like it. So let's say that Radish was six, which means that the, which means she was born in ninety four, which which would make her two thousand four twenty fourteen twenty four mid twenties. Oh, we're old. We are old. <laughs> um, where are we? I don't know. So the kids have two entire lines in the whole play, and it's aw. And yay! <laughs> and they rehearse the end. And the broccoli asks if Will and Grace are married to Will. Uh-huh. And Will says, no. And broccoli says, I'm never going to get married. Girls are gross. <laughs> and Will high fives him and says, you got a brother. <laughs> or I'm with you, brother. Or I. Or no. Whatever. He, you know what? He says, bruh. Bro. Uh, it's really cute. And then a car- the carrot sasses Grace about her reading. Mm-hmm. And and she gets really upset at the carrot. And um, and Will tells her to cool it. Like, they'll get through this. And then tonight, Joni Mitchell, hooray. And Grace starts to sing. And Will says, let's just leave it to Joni, shall we? 
Um, and if you don't already, please follow our Spotify playlist because yes, you're gonna get some Joni Mitchell. Uh, this, this is a, a man in Paris. Uh, I don't remember something. Something man in Paris. If I were a man in Paris, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, I don't remember the title, but that will be on there. And I listened odd. to a lot of Joni Mitchell in Paris. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, it's such a good song. So yeah. that will be on our Spotify playlist. Yes. Uh, so keep an eye out and definitely follow it because it is so much fun. It is a hoot. It's such an eclectic mix of music. Mm-hmm. Um. And we're having so much fun putting it on there. Um, and so Grace says to him, I thought you liked my singing. And Will just goes, huh. <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> oh, my God. So and he- also, like, the thing about Deborah Messing is that she's not a bad singer. No. She just sings with this, like, hooty, like, overproduced and um, psychotic vibrato always a key above or uh, uh an octave above yep what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. <laughs> which obviously is something like she obviously is a good singing voice and she sings with such conviction um, do too. we remember smash i don't know Does she ever <laughs> sing on smash i i just there was a time in mine and carolyn's relationship when <laughs> um this is early this is early on, and uh, <laughs> Carolyn needed to make a run to Ikea, and so us, oh, the two of us. Oh, I was going to bring this up, and then I thought you'd be mad at me. And our friend, <laughs> our friend Amy, we we went to Ikea. We drove out to Ikea, mm. and uh, it was a long day at Ikea, okay? I was you moving know, sometimes into... Ikea is divisive. I was moving into my very own... One bedroom apartment for yes, the first time. It was beautiful. I loved that apartment. We've I talked did about too. that apartment on yes. this podcast before. I miss it. That um, was my be brave, be happy apartment. That yes, exactly. That was the apartment she was moving out of when, when I the note happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but so me, Amy, Carolyn drove out to IKEA one day, and it was a long day at the IKEA. And on the drive home, I was like, David, listeners, was listeners, I'm putting a hand up. <laughs> Carolyn isn't allowed to talk yet. <laughs> I was innocently, idly, dare I say, sweetly <laughs> singing just in my falsetto mm-hmm. along with whatever was playing. And this monster decided that she had had enough and shrieked at me. David, that's enough. (laughs) And I'll tell you what. Thus was born, even though I am the oldest in my family, my baby brother complex forever. You're welcome, America. Can I tell my side of the story? No. Yes. It was a long day. He moves driving. And we both were glancing at each other. As David was in the back seat going. I've been Which paid is... money to sing before. Uh-huh. In falsetto? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Probably not. And I do have a very Amy, high falsetto. And Amy and, Amy and I kept glancing at each other. <laughs> Until I finally turned around and said, David, that's enough. I remember and very he funny. remembers it David, differently. that's enough. Because I remember it as the two of us, Amy and I, reaching a boiling point with David in the back seat humming along. The moral of this story, the moral of this story is that <laughs> I am a wonderful singer. You are. And so is Grace. Correct. And Carolyn and Will are people who like to oppress others. I we guess. are garbage people. Talent. You're correct. They hate talent. And they hate. So Sister Roberta comes in and she, she coughs and she says, oh, this facacta flu. 
which I'm obsessed with. And like, thank you for using a Yiddish word. I, well, and then Grace looks at Will like, what? What? How? What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> this Catholic nun is using this word. And by the way, fagakta means shitty or crappy. Thank you. In Yiddish. And it's often spelled wrong. It is actually spelled V-E-R-K-A-K-T-E. Can I v- see that? Vakakta. Vakakta. But so, don't pronounce the R. Vakakta. Yeah, that's hot. Moving on. Moving on. So, uh, the, she, uh, she comes in, she coughs. And she's talking about the Vakakta cough. And, and she tells the children that the Monsignor has decided to make them the finale of the Community Bazaar. And um, it's going to go on an eight instead of five. So uh, Grace says, oh, no, 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 no. We we have somewhere to be. We, we, we've got tickets to... They're front row tickets to Joni Mitchell. Um, you understand, I'm sure. And she says, I've never been outside that gate. <laughs> and walks out. It's wonderful. And Will's like, well, we made this commitment. We have to do it. And I love him in that moment. Me too. Because that's something that was instilled in me by my parents. Was if you make a commitment, you stick to it. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of the Four Agreements? I'm about to read this book called The Four Agreements. Um, And one of the four agreements that you enter into as a human is be impeccable with your word. Mm -hmm. I agree. All about it. I don't say I'm going to do something and then not do it. I I don't do that. No. And now Uh, here we are in season two of Will and Grayson Podcast. Hey, remember that time I was like, we're starting the podcast? And And then then we we did did. because you made it happen. And you helped. I I helped. You, David, Mm -hmm. hi, couldn't do this without you. Hello? I couldn't do this without you. Hush. Cheers me. Hush. Okay, God. I love you so much. I love you so fucking much. We're there, it's vodka, just guys. so strong. It's so much vodka. I'm gonna just put a little water in. You know what I have? I have Lacroix that we could we could cut it with, or there's rosé. Look, I just put water in it though. Thank you. You know what? Last night I opened that rosé. It was gift. It was birthday rosé. It um, was gift birthday. It was gift birthday rosé, and I opened it, and I took the first sip, and I. I, I said something shameful to myself. Do you know what it was? What? Damn. That is creamy. Get out of your house. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm in the middle of working. You did a good one. You did a, You look so satisfied with yourself. <laughs> I'm reclining on my one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven pillows. You have too many pillows. No, you hate lots of pillows. I I love lots of pillows. All right. Where are we in this Will and Grace podcast? I know. God, sorry, guys. So Will's like, well, we have to do it. So Grace starts singing morosely. (laughs) And they walk out of the room. And he says, sweetie, don't make it worse than it already is. (laughs) Yeah. So then we head over to the closet again. Mm -hmm. And she tells Rosie she heard an echo in the floor vault. The Fleur Vault. Fleur, Fleur the Fur Vault. Uh, because Jack has cleaned her out. And she and Rosie fight about the outfit she's wearing. Oh, it's very cute. It's very cute. And then they, they, they do the screaming thing at each other at the same time. And then, they, and then they're like, oh, it is perfect. Yeah. Go back and watch this scene, guys. This is it's one of great. those. It's one of those. Um, so, so Karen is like, oh, it's just... Rosie says, oh, it's the shoes. And she says, oh, honey, I know. Let's go. And she, they go over to the shoe closet to get and, her. And she's on the walk over to the shoe closet. She says, men may come and go, but the Chanel slingback is forever. That iconic line. Yep. Uh, and so they open the shoe closet. And Jack has given them away. Given them First, away. First, 
Karen thinks it's Rosario and she threatens Rosario. She, she like her. chokes her. Yeah. Throws her up against the wall with her, her fists at her uh, collar mm-hmm. and says, what did you do with them? And Rosie says, uh, she says she would never do anything with the pumps because she would rather eat the food that Karen provides her <laughs> than do anything to the Chanel sling back. And, and they both say, and Karen says, who would do it? And they both do. The Just, just Jack. Jack hands. We yes. both just did it, which we is did. why we both said it. Yeah. We're doing it right now. We you can't see, it. but we're doing it. You know what would be a nightmare? Hmm. If this podcast was on video. That would be an actual nightmare because I'll tell you what. We have a lot to say, but if we had to get like photo ready every week. I would lose my mind. I would lose my mind. Especially since now I don't have access to my closet. Girl. My closet's right there. You can borrow whatever you want. I totally will borrow your clothes. Um, you're well you're and I'm like half kidding, I mean, but you can I borrow. Can, I can get to my closet. There's a zipper on it. I can't oh, It's God. just I have to go through nine zippers to get there. <laughs> also I hope you like the uh room tone of this episode because we're going to be recording here for a while. Oh my God. I hope not too long. Not too long here. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. It's okay, baby. It's okay, baby. Everybody send your best healing energy to Carolyn's house. It, my house is going to be fine. It's going to be fixed. It's yes. democracy. I'm worried about anyway. Also that. Uh, so Grace is teaching the carrot her lines. <laughs> uh, By her, and- she means Grace's. Yeah, sorry. Grace is teaching the carrot Grace's lines mm-hmm. um, because she wants the carrot to be the narrator. And, and Will, the carrot goes, she's going to Joni Mitchell. When Will comes upon them. And Will drags her away from the carrot and and starts yelling at her like, you dragged me into this? How dare you? Like, what what are you doing? And, and then he says, if you want to go, go. Which makes me think of... If you want to go... go Go. go. Just go. If you want to go. You guys all remember Top Model season whatever, right? Obviously. That it, it the minute he said that, that's what popped into my head. Mm-hmm. If you want to go, go. go. <laughs> um, so I, I just, I really love how committed he is to these children now. That he, he made the commitment. He's been working with them for days, as they say in the previous scene. And... And he's not willing to abandon them for these amazing tickets, which is probably a once in a lifetime chance Mm -hmm. to see Joni Mitchell this way. And Mm -hmm. it's pretty incredible that Will has this fortitude. Yeah. Um, Especially considering what a huge fan of Joni Mitchell's he is. Yeah. According to the beginning of the episode. So there's a taxi. The nun comes in and says there's a taxi for Grace Adler. And Grace is like, I didn't plan on doing this. And then the nun comes in and says, there's a taxi for Grace Adler. And... Will says, go get in your big yellow taxi. Ha <laughs> ha! Brilliant. I, okay, I love Joni Mitchell, obviously. But also, I am flashing back to... The late 90s, I'm in my childhood bedroom, and there's a cover of Big Yellow Taxi. Was it, help me out, Mm. was it All Saints? Do you remember All Saints? Oh, I remember All Saints. Was it them? Were they the ones that covered Big Yellow Taxi? Uh, I don't think so. Or, (gasps) no, I know what it was. I know what it was. It wasn't a cover at all. It was the Joni Mitchell version of Big Yellow Taxi, but the reason I knew about it is because it was on the first Friends soundtrack. Which I also own. Oh my God, cheers right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I used to hear those songs and then like wait for the clip afterwards. Yes! Because like, um, oh my God, that whole entire soundtrack, my dad bought it for me. Shoebox? Shoebox. Shoebox. Shoebox of lies. Um, in my room. In my room. Ah! Angel of the morning. Angel of the morning. (laughs) Come on. I can't believe we've never talked about this. I can't believe we haven't either. This is so exciting. It must have come up at some point. 
I don't, I don't think, think it has though. I don't think so. It is warm in my bedroom. It is very warm. Because we had in to here. close the I don't have central air. I'm not wealthy. Neither um, do I. I have central air. Okay, fair. But you own. But I own. <laughs> I don't want to own it. <laughs> but like I really need I, to listen to I used to I used to like I used to hear Angels of the Morning and then I would hear Chandler starting the clip afterwards because I played that album over and over and over. Um, do you remember the... Billy, don't be a hero. But, yes! Oh my god! And also the clip of Phoebe saying, stop being so testosterone yes! And Chandler going, which is the, ah, real, the real San, San Francisco, Francisco treat. treat. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Friends and Vodka. No, do we have to change the No, podcast? no, 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 no. There are okay. so many Friends podcasts, right. and also I don't care nearly as much about Friends as I do about Will and Grace. No, ditto. Oh, God. Totally doesn't hold up. No thank you, gay panic jokes. Bye. Um, yeah, there would be 300 dozen hold ups. Yeah. But I still love Friends for what it was. No, totally, totally, totally. I can't believe... We just bonded over testosterone. <laughs> the real San Francisco drink. That is amazing. I'm so happy right now. That's amazing. Same. <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about that. Let's yeah, finish yeah, yeah. this episode and then we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll have to play it. Maybe. Um. So Grace leaves to take her big yellow taxi. And um, Carrot looks at Will and says, I thought she'd never leave. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, so the bazaar is going on in the community center. Mm-hmm. Um, there are down on their luck people who are looking through all of the thrift bins, which, um, thank you. I love that. And I'd be there. This scene, uh, I'm going to preface, brought me to tears today. Same. Same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Karen and Jack walk in, and Karen says, why would you choose to be homeless? Which, okay, um, we're doing an okay stop. Okay stop. Right here. Uh, because, hi, John Lovett. Um, hi. Uh, her coming in and s- uh, immediately yes. dropping, why would you choose to be homeless, immediately makes the parody Karen. The parody is not the people exactly. at the shelter. It is so smart. Oh my God, I'm so glad you said that. That's so true. It is. That's why this scene works, because we're not making fun of the people being homeless. No, they're the reasonable people. Yes, we're making fun of Karen being disgusting. And like, eat the rich. That's how we feel. Sorry about it. Um, But like, she comes in, she has this totally idiotic perspective jack backs her up he has another punchline he says he she says why would you choose to be homeless and he says they don't choose to be homeless they did something bad right yes and it is immediately you immediately as an audience member are are shown that a no one has chosen to be homeless b no one has done anything bad to be homeless not like and it's not Oh, God, what am I trying to say? It's not, uh, blah, 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 blah. God, I'm so tongue-tied right now because I'm so passionate about this. I know. It's not didactic. It is immediately giving you the punchline of the wealthy elite people who are trash and who look down on the homeless. And it shows you how absurd their perspective is. And I love it. So they walk into the bazaar. Yes. Um, I, I'm sorry. So they, so. Uh, and we see Sally again. Sally. Sally from the NBC offices mm-hmm. from uh, the kiss episode, the right. gay kiss episode, which was something ago. It was a few episodes ago. Three or four? <clears throat> Who knows? Two, three? I don't know. Uh-oh. Are we supposed to pay attention? <laughs> uh, so we, she, she's there, Sally's there, and um, she says to Karen, I know you must get this a lot, but are you married, Todd Lincoln? <laughs> I laughed so, I don't know if it was the day and what's going on personally and in the country, 
But I laughed so hard at that today, I was crying. It was a beautifully delivered hysterical yes, line. It was so serious. Mm-hmm. And like, I really need to know. And it was it was delivered just like that thing of when like a person sees a person they recognize. Uh-huh. And it's like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to intrude, but Are is it you? you? Yeah. It, I mean, what a beautiful delivery. Uh, I want to talk to Mary Pat Gleason so badly. God, she's so good. Uh, so um, they both find the slingbacks at the same time. Each has one, one shoe. And, also, and then we cut over. Pause. Yes. The slingbacks are ugly. They're hideous. They're so disgusting. So hideous. They were my third runner-up fashion moment. <laughs> because of how foul they are. Yes. I'm sorry that you can probably hear my stomach rumbling right now. I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. That's the second time I've said that tonight. <laughs> um. So Jack, we cut over to Jack. They find the slingbacks. So we cut over to Jack talking to a man who he and he asks him, "Oh my gosh, are you the guy who yells outside Papaya King?" Papaya King. That's yeah. what it is. And and the guy's like, "Yeah." Like and, having a totally normal human yeah. reaction. Like, I guess. Yeah. What. And Jack says, oh my gosh, I love your work. Where do you find that passion? And the guy says, try not eating for a week. And Jack says, oh my gosh. <laughs> Wish I had the discipline. Again, another yes, wonderful punchline that just shines a little light on the ignorance of the wealthy to and the... And those who live in the penthouse of the wealthy. <laughs> right. Um, to the reality of poverty. Well, yeah, poverty and what it's like. Mm-hmm. Because if there's one thing I know, it's that people who have money have absolutely no fucking clue, no clue what it is like what? to walk around with $5 in your pocket. I will say, though, the wealthiest person I am friends with is also the most generous person I am friends with. Absolutely. By far. Which is anecdotal because they're an, an anomaly. Um, because it is a a very well-known fact that Mm -hmm. the wealthy give much less to charity by comparison to people who do not have as much money. Than those of us who are, who have normal, you know, middle-class incomes. Exactly. Um, anyway, so this, this scene just brought up a lot of stuff. Again, very emotional. Yeah. Um, so then we, we cut back to Karen and Sally, and <clears throat> Karen says, what do you want? What do you want for these? Five? Two? two they three, go back and forth. Five? Yeah. Yellow? Blue? Blue? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and she finally says, five. Sally says, five. And Karen starts counting in her purse. 100, 200, 300, Wow, I can't wait. Five whole Dollars. And Karen arches an eyebrow. And yeah, and then we both started sobbing. Sobbing. And um, Karen says, okay, well, I don't know how this got in here, but here's your $5. And she hands it to her. And Sally says, oh, you've made my whole week. Day, week, day, I think. Week. I think it's week. And Karen says, okay. And then and she starts, Sally starts to walk away. And Karen looks down at her purse, pulls out a wad of money, and chases after Sally and says, hey, hands her the wad of money and says, make it make- your lucky year. Yeah. And Sally takes it with a look in her eye that's like, shock. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's when I cried. I'm assuming that's when you cried. <laughs> I cried not at the part where... Karen hands the money over. I cried in the middle part. I cried. Knowing well, how like much when the tears dollars. welled up, I, I were the moment when Karen realizes I have so much. Yes. This person has nothing. I can just give this to them. I'm going to give this to them. And it's as she's realizing that that's what she should do and is going to do that. I was like, Oh, comedy is truth. Comedy is humanity. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Will and Grace. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. Th- like, 
again, we keep we keep bumping up against moments in this show that uh, give some. I can't say it better You'll than I did there. before, but no, like, no, it was perfect. Like that, just <clears throat> are a reflection of the real fucking world, and that's why it's worth still talking about. There have been moments where I've had a lot and been able to give like Karen did in Mm -hmm. this moment. And if you're able to do that, please do. Mm -hmm. I have not had a whole lot of those moments, but in the times when I've also been able to give, which have been many, my life is extremely privileged um i've felt the most connected to the world around me yeah that i ever have giving is good <laughs> we had to cut a little bit give if you can we started yammering we about, got emotional we got emotional um yeah and you know if if we had watched this episode and recorded this episode some other time maybe we would have felt differently or thought differently or this would have been a different episode but i'm glad that we're here right now. Me too. I really needed to watch this episode of TV today. Yeah. It felt good. It gave me a There's lot of this... it gave me a lot of joy. It really turned my day around. It really did. It's a small moment in a subplot, but it still made me feel mm-hmm. more connected than I had been all day. Yeah. It made yeah. me feel really good. So... so we go back to St. Mary's. Will is narrating. He calls the carrot out to narrate. She can't read. She can't read. She's trying her best. <laughs> she is. She's trying to sound out mysterious, stranger. Mm-hmm. She can't do it. And then, of course, Grace comes in to save the day. She comes to the back doors very dramatically. In her gorgeous outfit that she yes. was also wearing earlier. Yes. Gorgeous. And she um, she comes in. They do the play. And the cutest child in the entire universe at the end of the play <laughs> looks at Will and says... Do we bow now? <gasps> yes. Everybody bow. Company bow. Oh, my God. Or No, he says, when do we bow? Yes, now. that's it. And then, and then they then all bow. Company bow. And they Gorgeous. Come, come backstage. They shoo them out, the kids out to their parents. And Will says, so what happened? Well, I was just sitting there at the concert and it... I got kicked out of the concert for singing too loudly. By Joni. By Joni. And uh, the tiny little one in the radish costume comes back. The first one who asked Will, will you save our play? Mm -hmm. And she says, because Grace thinks all the kids hate her. And she says, I don't hate you, Grace. I think you're pretty. And Grace picks her up. She picks her up. And holds her. And she says, do you really think I'm pretty? She goes, yeah. I want to have fake hair just like you when I grow up. <laughs> and she puts her down and she runs away. And, and Will says, see, that's what makes it all worth it. End of episode. End of episode. Uh, stunning. Stunning ending. Perfect. So good. The fake hair joke. So good. Oh, so funny. Yeah, it's such a good ender because we have the sweet moment with Karen. We Mm -hmm. have the sweet moment with Grace. And then we get the comedy right back. Yeah. It's perfect. God, Gail Lerner. Good writing. Way to fucking go. Do you have... One day I just want to like be in that writer's room. (laughs) Right? Same. I want to just observe. Um, Do you have a takeaway? I think we already kind of got to it. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. We already talked about our takeaways in the Karen scene, the yeah. Karen giving money scene. Uh, um, so and my takeaway would... is that the slingbacks were actually ugly. Obviously. Yeah. End of episode. Will and Grace and Vodka is brought to you by <laughs> the fabulous Sasha Gerritsen, our executive producer. Executive. Executive. And our theme music is composed and written and performed and everything recorded 
by our dear PJ Hankey. We love you, Peej. And uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Will and Grace Pod. Um, and if you haven't done so already, please rate us five stars and write a little review. We're it's not nice. kidding when we say we will shout you out on this podcast. Oh, we'll do it. Which I know might be too much glamour for some people. Mm, but David, David means it as a good thing. I mean it as a threat. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> We've Write had a, a lot of vodka. Write a good review or else. Write a good review or else something will happen. We love you all. We do. Thank you for your support and your wonderfulness. And uh, also, if you are not already registered to vote. Please do so. Google how to register to vote in it's your county. So it's so fucking easy. very easy and, and you have to do it. Also, Google fivecalls.org, I think. Yes, fivecalls.org. Um, making five calls a day. Mm-hmm. And if that stresses you out, text the resist bot. Uh, that's my favorite thing to do is texting the resist bot. And um, also, like, if you feel bad about, like, annoying the politicians who don't. you're calling, you should be annoying them. Yeah. They need to hear your voice. They need to... That's their entire purpose. They work for you. Um, we pay their salary. So um, donate to Raices. Mm-hmm. Donate to Flint, Michigan. Still needs clean water. Yep. They still don't have it. Um, I mean, there's just so much. And uh, Abolish if you ice. can... Black Lives Matter. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.